So earlier I said I was like critical of the story in Spider-Man. You're right. It is good. And Miles Morales is good too. Miles Morales is very good. Like uh, uh, I got to meet the guy who wrote that, Evan Narciss, like the games journalist. Um, But like I, you know what it is, is every time I fire up a AAA game now. So it's like God of War. I tried out Horizon uh, uh, Forbidden West because that's on uh, PS Plus now. Yeah, it is. You fire it up and it looks gorgeous and there's a great opening cutscene. And then I hit pause and I start flipping through like five different menus with branching bullshit. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking do this again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's like the whole, I mean, that's why I love Nintendo games is they don't necessarily do that. Here's uh, the simple. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just, and it's your Mario. What's well, the, instead of, instead of flooding you with, look, every game has a skill tree. So now this game has to have a skill yeah. tree. We haven't thought it's, about why we have a skill tree, but oh God, are there a thousand skills that are really just a couple points that you throw in on your health and all that stuff, but it'll make you feel like you have a sense of progression. Yeah. And then instead Mario's like, hey, if you jump on this, uh, it's like a, it's a switch pad. I just played the switch pad level in a Super oh, Mario man, World 3D. Yeah. When I it's like, so good. And it's going to throw off, you know, it's like, you think you can just run and jump, but the platform's moving underneath you. And you're like, oh wow, you just take like, a cool game design idea and build a level around it. And I'm still doing the same combination of buttons I have been the whole game, but you've just made me rethink everything that this game is. Yeah, and okay. I never had to put, spend an experience point. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, that's I, good, but like they're, it's, you know, so intentional. Yeah. It's just, and like, sometimes it's a problem. It's like, feels like they won't do anything unless it's extremely, extremely intentional and thoughtful. Uh, I hadn't considered that the slider, is like skill tree on one side and the other <laughs> side is like levels built around an idea like Mario or like Half-Life or like Titanfall. Well, think, I mean, anytime that you are spending your design attention on just making your character different over and over again, that attention is going there instead of the world around that character. Ooh. Yeah. All right, I'm going to do the credit. Hey, that. roll, that, roll that us was, up. That was smooth. That was, that, that's, that's how you start. It's like uh, NPR energy. This is great. That's kind of just our exactly. Yay. If I do it too much, yeah. are we gonna you keep on doing it for comedic effect? Wow, Ethan has wiped the scene seven times and no one's listened to him. <laughs> that was a ten minute podcast. That's yeah. right, the improv uh, rules. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that is like wiping a scene. Uh, hey, okay, welcome to the Now You're Playing This podcast, the podcast where me and Weston read the Nintendo Power magazines one volume at a time. We're currently on volume forty-seven. It's true. It's uh, wow. April. Yeah, we're making progress. Uh, we're making pro- we uh, still aren't in relevant years of me being born. You probably recently are. Uh, we're also joined by a guest today, Ethan. Hello, uh, everybody. I'm Ethan August. Yeah. And I was alive at the time that the issue oh, of recovery. Oh, my God. Okay. How, okay. How, How old, old were you? Though? I was, I, I mean, I was reading then. I think I read it. Uh, at a year old <laughs> yes. reading back then was you God just like it. crawled across a magazine yeah. right i'm so sorry weston yeah, yeah, yeah it's okay uh, you're, be- you're beethoven with nintendo power magazine you get or, it you get it i still have the ability to pity like gen xers who are like yeah atari amiga you commodore 64 and i'm like oh man you poor guys <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, yeah, and Ethan, Ethan is also a writer. Yeah, yeah we sorry always, to sorry to uh, you know triple up on that. The writers uh, all the way we're, down. We're all three right. We're the triple writers. Yeah. The, uh, do you want to, this is optional. We can just take, I'll edit this stuff out, but do you want to talk about what you write? Oh man. I, I mostly have been writing screenwriting. Got a feature in the works. Um, nice. Boom. Uh, but I'm, I'm moving into other stuff, you know, uh, doing their design on a game right now and, um, no way writing Boom. a graphic novel, all a little indie stuff, but that's how, that's how we hustle our way through this world. Right. Hey, you gotta how are hustle you? like Star Fox. Cool. Okay. From oh, one- wow. I, is that a, <laughs> Is that set up? That's that's what <laughs> that's what it says in Smash when you drop the icon on Star Fox. Hustle like Star Fox. <laughs> it's, Better it's, than it's different. I mean you put that on a coffee mug. Star Fox does have I mean, if we're talking Smash Bros, side special is like a dash. So we got hustle there. Yeah, I mean he probably is hustle. Right, th- these guys are talking about the the cover because it's finally Star Fox time. It's weird to say this having read all the issues because they've been talking up Star Fox for like three or four issues. Yeah, <laughs> but now it's the actual it's the actual Star Fox cover. I'm um, hearing. Yeah, I guess it's technically my section. Um, this so the thing to remember about Star Fox that I think is personally very important as a fan of you know the Muppets and the Jim Henson Creature Shop is Hell they yeah. they made like physical taxidermy star fox characters yeah yeah and these are based on those designs because they have the the skinny little metal legs uh but like this is an illustration it's some kind of painting or something i feel like this always creeped me out because like i played star fox 64 a lot yeah and i would see the art for the old one like what are they they like why are these like real people like there are they like real absolutely why did they take this cockatrice it freaked me out falco is not a falcon also yeah, it's, yeah he's some kind he's of like a bird he's a parrot bird yeah it looks like a parrot and i mean Star Fox before they taxidermied him I, they did ship him up <laughs> to space <laughs> yeah and he looks like he's got a little bit of that uh freezer burn yeah that happens in the back happens in the vacuum of space I, I have a tattoo of a taxidermied fox uh in honor of Star Fox no no this was a different fox how many taxidermied foxes do you know Weston uh, just the one, okay. which we, we adapted. Uh, I, I met a Fox in Berlin. It was my roommate. So oh. is another unemployed Berliner. Wow. Uh, so in honor of that, uh, that Fox. So uh, my point here is I'm pro Fox. Pro I like Fox. Fo- I, foxes are good animals. Yeah. I like them. I'm into that. Yeah. Falco's cool. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, He's the bad boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mailbox uh yeah so we've got the little mailbox section uh oh, i jumped ahead that, to the mailbox but did i you, did i wanted to call out this ad same yeah okay good the, i actually did too you open the cover i was going to want to skip it but yeah, yeah I, so the, i do the, want to talk about this there's this big spread um and it says you're smart what's wrong with your friends it's got really cool neon green background and it has like a 1950s uh, like black and white style like clip art guy with a lot of mousse in his hair gel in his hair and this is a thing that immediately, like, forgotten about completely, like, as an aesthetic, but the 90s were very big on the 50s. Yeah. That was just, like, this 50s oh, and really? 60s, like, this kind of mid-century. So, you know how we look back on the 80s and a little bit on the 90s, but mostly the 80s still? There was a period of time when the 80s were too new, and we all were <laughs> sick of it, because they just happened. We gotta get out of there. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, what do we need? And, you know, that's where, like, Pleasantville came from, you know? Like, that kind of throwback... Yeah, like the the '50s nostalgia thing. Yeah, Same. I wonder what that's gonna be like to like have a 
uh, time period where I was alive and like have that be nostalgic or like yeah. have that be a throwback and be like, oh, that's something I relate to now versus like, oh, this is like weird black and white land or this is like weird funky disco land that right. I, I don't actually relate to. That, even when you start to see like comedies and stuff, has anyone watched Pen15? Which yeah. is like, this is the late 90s. Yeah. Being yeah. a teenager in the late 90s and the 2000s and you're like, oh man, like we didn't really have an aesthetic in the same way as other decades. Yeah, these, like, I, I don't know like what the clear thing would be. Like I feel like the 80s is fucking easy. It's like, right? It's like bright colors and, right? Or is that right? Or is it the uh, 70s? Smoke-filled, like neon. Yeah. Like, uh, you know. Go watch Terminator. Night, nightclubs. Yeah. Ter- <laughs> Terminator, the pilot to uh, uh, Babylon 5, which looks like a Michael Mann movie. So yeah. you just watch a Michael Mann movie instead. <laughs> yeah, what would the 2000s be? Would it be just like a house? Well, I think 2000s uh, is... Outcast? Yeah, you get Outcast. You, you get, get The um, War. That's the, the thing. War. It's like... I, 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 what, I, there was something that started at the beginning of that decade that really defined the rest of it. I think 2001, something big. Yeah, I can't remember what it is. I can't remember. I feel like I wasn't supposed to forget it, though. Mm. Brett Reedley doesn't know what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> is it 9-11? It's 9-11. <laughs> it's 9-11. Shit. Hey. Hey, there we go. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of war on terror like you know uh, yeah. yeah that's a good point yeah that's that that happened candy yeah. bar phones like little damn like, yeah phone, phones oh my it. gosh the, the futurama joke where amy has a phone that's like the size of a nickel uh, oh, yeah. that she uses and the charger is like remember you know, when Shaq had a phone in his shoe no oh uh, the no. shoe phone he had a shoe phone i, 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 dragged I, I, I show shoe phone being like a fun bit which i just love the idea of being like my my foot is so big that i can fit extra stuff in my shoe because <laughs> there's just so much space to fit my foot and he's like a phone game boy advance game boy, game that's boy. what i would have been doing oh my yeah God. sitting on the side of the court let's, let's uh skip this issue and I, do one of those nintendo power advance issues yeah, it's yeah. just about the game boy advance <laughs> definitely not a rock in my shoe i wouldn't want that Brett. i think wow. you're it feels like both of you guys well, you remember the late '90s, Ethan, but Brett, since you were, it's still a couple years before you exist in the timeline of the yeah, magazine. Uh, the, I'm still not alive in this I, timeline. I think you're gonna be like me, where it's like I don't really remember the '80s. I have these vague yeah. memories of like Cheers and wood panel walls that bum yeah. me out, but like that's it. Yeah, I, I mean, to be honest, the one that I feel like is gonna be easy is 2020. You'll remember 2020? Yeah, COVID, like COVID's pretty Yeah, because you know what the inside of pandem- your apartment looks like. It's a pandemic, yeah. and like, that's an easy thing that was interesting that happened. It's just a void, though. Well, like, I don't remember. That's, only like, that's like not a whole generation. It's so, like, okay, I, I only listened to the one episode a while back, but yeah. is most of the podcast you explaining the 90s to, to Brent? <laughs> is there a lot of that as you're reading through this and being like, okay, now here's like the cultural. I wouldn't say the. Moment. I wouldn't say most, but there no, is there maybe like dose some. Of that there, there's right? a, some, maybe a little bit. I think there's a lot of me just going, I don't care. I yeah, don't care about that's this. Great. Well, see, I, 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 love, I don't inherently relate. I love that we flipped open the cover here and that you've gone into like decades of fashion. But I just think I, I know I saw the hand. Uh, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> you're smart. What's wrong with your friends? As a two-page spread header. Is 30 years ahead on the idea that, like, hey, everyone you know is wrong. Yeah. And you're right. That's, if we're going to talk about cultural relevance, that <laughs> idea, Nintendo Power, you're 30 years early. <laughs> this, uh, this dapper gentleman wants you to recruit your friends into paying for Nintendo Power. Absolutely. It's yeah. like, hey, your, you club get coupons. Is the, your club is the best. <laughs> and yeah, Ethan, feel free if you have any spot that we brush over that you wanted to talk about. Oh, I will make myself hurt. Scream. Um, <laughs> this is, I gotta be honest, this is a pretty good mailbox. This is, it's really, like, I think, 
uh, I, I don't know if uh, Ethan, you're fully going to have the context for all of this stuff because yeah. they straight up just ask like, okay, hey, hey, everyone. Hey, readers, will you edit my magazine? Yeah, what are the sections yeah. you're not loving? Uh, and there's kind of two main things that there's people are loving. There's two main things in the feedback uh, here yeah. that Sorry, I think George are pretty interesting. There's, <laughs> there's, one I section, it. there's one section that's frankly already been cut. Yeah, they already stopped it because those guys left. They did Robin, uh, George and Rob so fucking dirty. I feel so bad for those guys because you don't know the con. Like, so for starters, during their section, you should say really quick, George and Rob are like the magazine Siskel and Ebert. Like they're real, and they're like real people who work there. Yeah. And they had their yeah. own section where they would like be whatever, whatever. They're like, hey, this column, we're really proud of it. Can we just straight up put our names on it? It was. And, and it'll be us. It'll, it'll be our It really was. It's like them talking. It's like their personal little baby. Turns and out readers so, hate it. A couple things. Number one, the art that they drew for them, they just drew them as like grotesque monstrosity. Like awesome. they, they like drew them to like look as unattractive as possible. They're like, oh, you know what would go well in the Nintendo Power? Some Cronenberg monsters. Yeah, really? Yeah, like, so- honestly, they would did. Like they just like, they amplified every bad feature, like the way like, uh, like the meanest caricature artist. Yes. Yeah. Like one guy, oh, the, the skinny uh, guy always it. looked bad. Yeah, they always drew it. Like you'd see his bones like jutting out of his face. Oh, and his the, Adam's yeah. apple. The guy who yeah. was like Real slightly jaundiced. overweight, they just drew him like, jo- like, they, like there's Job of the hut. Joel's coming. He's like got the biggest frown. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, they, they did him dirty. So on top of that, they, uh, they did that. They cut the section. And then after cutting the section, because they did that last volume, they still have the audacity to just post that people publicly hate it. So, like, I don't know, just like to empathize with these people who like made a thing that they care about to see yourself represented just through terrible art, have your section get cut and then immediately have the 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 owners of the magazine post about how much people don't like it. Oh, yeah. they they yeah. had they absolutely <laughs> took those guys out back. Gail Tilden, the editor in chief, was like, hey, guys, come with me. It's like late in the day. They've been working. It's like 8 p.m. Takes him out back. Walk behind. him out. Be like, hey, how you, how's today been going? You know, like, yeah. did you get enough to eat? Or like, we have some to, snacks to the edge the of the woods, yeah, and she like, hands him a shovel, and she's okay, like, hey, we need we to dig this. Here? We need to dig this ditch for the for the next issue, guys. Oh, are, <laughs> are we covering Dig Dug? Is that, yeah. is that where so, we're on timeline? Well, I love that. She has. Oh, a, I guess I can just, <laughs> she yeah yeah she has. Yeah, you've ever played like Dyg the oh, yeah. the game. Um, yeah, so they dug their own grave, and she shot him in the back of the head. Yeah, they left him in the woods. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just, it's just and, then brought, and then brought the readers of Nintendo Power to just piss on their grid. Yeah, because it really is like I yeah, think out of it's like eight, nine letters here. Almost all, I think seven or six of them are like <laughs> get rid of George and Rob. Yeah, the next the next player poll contest will be to piss on George and Rob's grave. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey guys, uh, you know, longtime reader here, uh, where are George and Rob buried? Because I've got some extra feedback I'd like to leave. For them. <laughs> Uh, the other the other so thing they girl. they shit on a lot, and I gotta say they're always these kids are always wrong about this is they want to get rid of the comics. Okay, with one exception. I so I have I have so one kid did specifically mention that he does not like or she I can't remember if he or she uh, did not like the Nestor's Adventure comic. I'm with him. Yeah, no, that's, that, that that's kid hundred percent fucking blows, and we'll talk about that more in the section. He's I've I've got some things to say on this specific one. <laughs> yeah, the, the last letter in this thing is is that one, and I'm 100% with them because uh, uh, Min Lee is their name, and they wanted to get rid of Nestor and replace it with a section on arcade games. And I'm like, hell yeah. That sounds, That's really yeah, cool. I'm, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down. I'm down. Also, Min, if you're listening, like, let us know what it's been like to live without Nestor for this long. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably been, uh, probably been great. Uh, 
So yeah, I'm bummed about the comics, but I mean, if I'm being honest, the comics like relatively, the only one I really liked was the Mario one. Yeah. Uh, the rest, like how uh, you love comic books. You read this. Were you like excited when the comic book sections popped up? I will say, I mean, this is jumping ahead. The yeah. Star Fox comic that we had this time around, I was like, holy hell guys, this is cool. Yeah. Looks like, this is, looks like Mobius Drew. It's one of the better cool. ones. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's in the top half. For the me. other where they're like, I mean, the Nestor's adventures that I've read <laughs> where it's like, you're trying to compete with Marmaduke and you are failing. This <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like real newspaper strip vibe that it's just beetle Bailey's stomps net. Yeah. Just curb yeah. stomped right yeah. in there. <laughs> I, the, I loved, I mean, just reading this letters thing and being like, I've, I'm mean, as a comic book reader, uh, the yeah. letters page is a, it's a really beautiful place to spend your time. After you <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's some yeah. really great stuff in there. Uh, and to see this and have it be like, how, how would you cut, how would you cut our magazine? Um, and to see that pile on is interesting. But my favorite part of this letters page is that one was like, Hey, you know, like I would make room for my column, which would be this one where I like really deep dive into a game like uh, dragon warrior. And the editor responds <laughs> on the letter to be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's a pretty big game. How the fuck you would think that would fit in a column? Dumb, dumb. Like, <laughs> they just, I, it's, it's one paragraph and I've never seen an editor just lash out at the letter writer so hard. And this is, Within context, the magazine pretty tame as far pretty as some tame. of their old responses. They're they're really condescending. Man, they've gotten better. <laughs> do you do that with your fans at all? It's like, do you yeah, get treat, feedback from them? And you're just like, oh, it's like, hey, thanks for writing in. Treat you them piece like garbage. Shit. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, back in my Tumblr days, I absolutely oh, see. That's did. yeah. This is that's the, the right this place. Nintendo to like, Power letter page has very strong Tumblr vibes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's weird. It's like. Uh, this this editor responder is kind of like internet bullying. Uh, it's yeah. Just, <laughs> okay. So so he's like, yeah. The first game I would profile would be Dragon Warrior Four. Thanks for reading, Corey Wilson, Longview, Texas. I I added a thank you for reading, but then the yeah, response he didn't is, say thank you. This uh, is a demand. Dragon Warrior Four, huh? That's a really big game. How many pages do you think you'll need to turn that game inside out, Corey? With a bold <laughs> that to really make sure they feel that sting. You know. You know what's funny about that too? They did feature Dragon Warrior Four. And they did like kind of, it wasn't a super deep dive, but it was a guide of the game, right? Yeah, it was cool. I mean, uh, but yeah, it's a lot of these kids are asking for things that the magazine already did. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I've read issues uh, one through 40 and I skipped 41 and now I'm here. Um, They're like, okay, well, the thing we covered in 41 is what you want. Be like, yeah, but could you do it again? (laughs) (laughs) There, Yeah, there's a deep cruelty behind uh, this this team. (laughs) Yeah, it's, hey, you know what would be fun? Even like right now, it's like, we're doing it right now. It's like, what if we did like coverage of video games, you know? And like, that'd be fun. That'd be a fun way to spend our time. Also, we're going to be very angry about it. But <laughs> instead of going page by page through the magazine, what if we used it as a jumping off point for conversations <gasps> about games and life? I mean, I would, you know, like in, in <laughs> games and life and vitriol though. Come on. Yeah. Gotta have the anger in it. Like rant about skill trees. I'd be down. Like, uh, cause like, I feel like uh gaming art, like gaming website or like news sites nowadays like there's a lot of person like you follow the people who like do reviews like their yeah. personalities or whatever like i'd be fucking down if everyone was fucking furious for some reason like there's some weird undercurrent of anger there's just oh, this, like what you don't like what i write write it yourself i'm down final note on the mailbox if you read that letter from the editor gail is just like hey have you guys heard of the super fx chip and it's just a sales pitch on it it's so dry <laughs> and so corporate Star Fox. Um, the only note I have for Star Fox. More, please. Uh, yeah, I just wrote yes. <laughs> yeah, that's been my habit the last few issues. It's either a yes or a no. Or yeah. LOL. I remember this. 
<laughs> yeah, because uh, I, I think we talked about it already a little bit in the last issue. I played a little bit. Of, I, I was gonna try to beat it for this one, and that just didn't happen. I like looked at like a guy. I, I you could have looked at this. I, I looked at this guy. This would have walked you right through it. I don't know something about like the branching paths. Like you, just from looking at this guy, do you like play the first level? Like you could, there's like an easy mode, hard mode, and or like medium mode, hard mode path. Yeah, and like no matter what, you start at the same planet. But like depending on the mode you're in, if you play like hard mode. Like you start, you always start like in this like city of Corneria or whatever in mm-hmm. Star Fox, and like it's like a city you're like dodging buildings and stuff like that. Going it's a through, city like, packed with rectangles. But if you're in the hard mode, it's like the city's like fucking on fire and like it's like chaos. Like I I, I like that. Like I like yeah. this Very idea cool. of like. Oh, uh, you want to punish yourself, or you're also going to punish all the families that live in Corneria? Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. The heart is actually it's not actually more challenging. It's just more like just the stakes are higher. Draining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The easy mode. It's like wow. It's like the tourism department put it together. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, and you can stop by like the best, get the best bagels in Corneria. Hard mode. It's like oh, you're gonna watch these children crawl to yeah. safety. Hopefully, Falco like comes in in the intercom. Hey, uh, my kid has cancer. Actually. <laughs> I know it is hard. <laughs> As a little kid, I took the paths thing literally, and I always just assumed when I was playing easy mode, it was the Star Fox team looking at the burning, you know, ward over here in the city and flying the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> we are easy. Let's pick the easy. Path. It's the uh, it's the opening of uh, Star Trek Lower Decks where the the Cerritos comes to the battle with the Borg and then flies and then away. So you're arguing that the easy mode on life is just to be ignorant and look away. Uh, I think that's I'm saying, saying I'm wrong. You want to know how many times in my life I've been like, God, I wish I was stupid. God, I just wish I didn't know any better about all this stuff. The decision making is so much easier at that point. If you go to, if because here's the thing: when I played Star Fox first time, I was like, "There's one path. There's one path." Oh, now I just got to learn how to fly. It's got a modded version of it. I'm gonna say it again. Soundtrack for Star Fox rules. Oh hell yeah! The first yeah. one. Single Star Fox 64, da. disappointing. How do we how do we replicate da, da. that experience right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Da. Da, da. Actually, I mean, we should we should. Da, 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 da. Da, da. It's great. Da. Do we can we get music I mean, in this you podcast? Probably I feel like if I if I had planned it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we should. I mean, if we hadn't that. started recording so early. <laughs> I feel like. Do they play the? Are those like songs in the Smash Bros. levels? I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm I think guessing. that. Are I they? think it's Cornier. I, I mean, one yeah. of the the. Frankly, one of the best Smash Bros. levels yeah, still to this it's, day it's is Corneria. That ship, it's very good. Yeah. yeah, I, I just um, opening the spread right away. Love the what like game guides and stuff did you just like obsess over when you were playing through games? Because it's I don't know if you are la- watching The Last of Us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a the character has the Mortal Kombat two poster um, in yeah. their room, and they go and they play Mortal Kombat, and it's like. Uh, listening to an interview with the show creator talking about like yeah it's like they don't have the chance to play the game but they're just like obsessing over it and like studying the yeah. guys and magazines and I was like I remember, yeah I remember doing that and even just like opening up this page and um, if you're not reading along with us it's we have this top down view of the map of the first level here and I'm just like man I would have I yeah my memory of buying games especially like Game Boy Color Game Boy Advance games would go to Target with my dad and I would rip those suckers open on the car ride home and read the booklet. Yep. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, yeah. and it's like, it like ignites the imagination. And like thinking of this of being like, I'm going to finally do the hard yeah. path on Star Fox. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, there's these little like four Eiffel Tower things for a third of the way through <laughs> this first stretch. And yeah. like, just you, you got to play it in your head. 
Yeah. And there's yeah. a chance to like think about this immersive experience differently. And it makes, and I think it's something that's so cool, even at this magazine, this issue of the magazine of like having the Star Fox comic later on in is that it's like when you, part of the joy of playing a game is I feel like getting yourself into this like reflex space where you're not thinking about other stuff. You're just like the yeah. world is come, literally in Star Fox. The world is coming at me right now and I just have to like be here and respond. Yeah. Mm. And you get that like heart racing experience when you're doing it at the, the hardest level. Yeah. And then you get to like have that experience framed totally differently by now, like looking at this world top down and being like, Oh yeah, that's the path that I took. And then the mm. world and the characters that they build in the comic. It's like, I think, yeah, Nintendo totally. Power really did it right here. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like, I mean, you can even see some of that stuff like evident in the game itself. Like, I know you're like there reacting and stuff like that, but that's like I I talked about this game a little bit more last episode. But it's you know it's an old fucking game and it's like got polygons. But it's they, pretty old. They yeah. do enough stuff with like just sound design and just like having all this character and like cut scene, like all this like little like jazz and spice around the game. Yeah, uh, you are you when you're playing the game, you're. 30% in the game, like, reflexes, but I mean, probably more than that. But, like, a lot of it is also you're playing the game at the same time in your head with better graphics. Yep. And you're 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 experiencing, like, two story. You're, you're experiencing that, but also in your head you're experiencing a more, like, detailed story that you're building, that you're making, you're filling in the gaps. Yeah. And you're doing that essentially here, too. You're yeah, essentially, absolutely. like, That's a lot of video games, and you don't always think about this, especially, like, I bet if you watch a kid play a game, it's so uh, insightful. Yeah. Because, like, so much of a video game is just playtime and being creative and like filling up this own story in your head as you experience it. And Nintendo's so good at that. Absolutely. They're like hands off. They make sure you're the one creating the story in your head. That's, it's you making that story. That filling in the gaps thing is, it makes me think of in comic books, the space between panels is called the gutter. Yeah. And if you're like, if you were to put a comic book into like a film projector, so you have the like static images, you know, um, that space is the time. If you were watching it on a film, it would be like, oh, here's this blank spot. Here's this missing frame of the film. Yeah. When you're reading a comic book, you are having to fill, the gutter is where the re reader comes in and like brings it to life by being like, oh, here's what's changed in between these two panels. And I think that's the mm -hmm. same thing you're talking about yeah, with Star Fox. Yeah. If it's like with these simple shapes and everything, it's like, you're not especially when you played the first your your first Star Fox game mm -hmm. which i hope everyone has a first Star Fox game. <laughs> I mean, it's it's this one it's for this me. one for yeah. Weston. yeah <laughs> i mean mine is the star wars or, whoops uh, star wars whoops. episode 3 <laughs> yeah star wars with the fox in it uh, that's space, the gamecube space version Guardians of the galaxy and the <laughs> but but the like you're not like i'm flying polygons right now yeah you're yeah. like i'm flying a spaceship yeah this and, is a fighter jet in space and you fill in that gap in a, and it's like, it, yeah. And I think that's something that's missing from like games now, even as before we started recording, we were talking about some like triple A games where even, um, it's my anti-skill tree rant, anti-skill tree. Rant. I mean, it, yeah. it is applicable though. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, but even like, um, there's a really interesting thing going on in animation right now where like Pixar became the house style for every animated movie yeah for like yeah. 20 years yeah because they were like oh like we now have the technology to replicate more real to life one eyebrow down representation one eyebrow arched yeah it's weird but then <laughs> but then you get like uh spider-man into the spider-verse and uh mitchell versus the machines and these new houses that are like literally something that's so cool about spider-verse is the way that other animated houses like treat the camera is like trying to use the same focus rules. And so like the background is out of focus. We have the like center of the frame with the characters you can see. Yeah. Spider-Verse, instead of doing that, they do like comic book representation where they have 
images layered on top of each other. So your brain thinks it's out of focus, but really it's like a clear image that's just like stylized to look like that. And there's an abstraction to it. And they even do that in the character design. We see this in video games. I remember watching like one of, one of the big game expos where they're like, here's a thousand trailers. And just being like, none of the styles of animation, it's everybody's being like, well, we have the technology. And so now like, everything looks realistic now. And now there's no uh, space yeah. for our imagination in it. Yeah, that's that's super, that's, um, uh, yeah, no, it's just, it's the double-edged swords of good, better graphics. Like, it's yeah. it's weird. Like, I was even playing, like, an old Nintendo 64 game or GameCube game, I just, I'd be, whenever I replay them, it feels like you're on a, it feels like you're watching a play and you're, like, on a set. Like, an old room, when you're, like, in a big, say you're, like, in a gigantic, like, cavern with, like, a big waterfall and it's, like, beautiful. But, and in, in they don't, couldn't do that. So, it's, like, literally feels like a cardboard cutout of a, yeah. of a water, it feels like you're, like, on a set. Yeah, watching a play. And so it is, your imagination's filling those gaps. And it's it's interesting to think about how, like, that's got its value. And that that's a lot of like, uh, we do lose something when we, I don't want all the work done for me. Yeah, I don't. I wonder if, so on the movie side or the Pixar side, yeah. like uh, CG animation, I think people will look back on probably Wally as the, because that's a movie where they literally went and got a Hollywood cinematographer to make sure they, their virtual optics, like the camera lenses that they were pretending to use worked accurately yeah on a physical like to imitate yeah. physical light passing through glass and uh is roger deacon i think and um i wonder if there's going to be like a video game version of that like i remember in the speaking of the 2000s everything being brown yeah. and, and blurry yeah. <laughs> because brent you know unreal engine 3 i think that was the look you know on xbox and ps3 and it's like is is there going to be a point where it's like because Horizon Forbidden West, Aloy has hairs on her skin, yeah. not hair hair, like off the top of her head. Peach fuzz. Yeah, she has peach fuzz, which is just wild fidelity to think about. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, are we going to get to a point? And I guess it also doesn't matter because, you know, like I'm playing Bloom on a play date and that's like one bit graphics, like black or white. And it's just a girl running a flower shop and texting her girlfriend. Like, yeah, that's the yeah. whole game. The, the great things we have, we have indie games to kind of fill that gap and stuff like that. I, I think but, that's where it's coming. It's yeah. like, um, yeah, it's you get more Nintendo energy out of a game like Celeste. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like, here is a I, I like to I've been using this analogy and other things, too. Of it's like it's like a Boolean cube where a concentrated powder, essentially, that if like you drop it in the boiling water, now it's stock. But it's that it's so compact and everything it has everything you need right there to get it started which is i think an idea that comes from nintendo which is even right here it's just yeah what if a fox was in fucking space <laughs> uh, you you said boolean and i was like are we going to talk about 3d graphics like subtracting shapes from other shapes oh yeah let's get into the math part of this <laughs> the super fx chip math So this section is they did the thing that they do with sports games where they took all the Street Fighter 2 knockoffs. Let's throw them in the ring. Except F Fatal Fury doesn't count because that's a real game. Uh, and they stuck them all together in a super <laughs> section. Yeah, in a way that like you can't even it if you if you were to like be a, if you're just like flipping through this, you would think it's all just a Street Fighter ad. But it's yeah. like seven I mean, even the characters games. like on it's funny with like Brawl Brothers. You're like, oh, that character looks like he's from Street Fighter. Yeah, uh, every single one of them. Uh, looks like they should be just in Street Fighter. I don't get why they do. I don't get why they do this. I, I don't see the. It's, it's money. Is it like? Does oh, it, you, who, you mean who? Nintendo, Nintendo power, power? Not, yeah. not the developers. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, like I don't, I don't get why. Like, why is it ad? Like, 
do you think they know at this point that all of these games aren't Street Fighter? Uh, or do you think Gail was like, <laughs> okay, well, wait, what's what's the Ultimate Fighter? Put that one in too. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's Street Fighter Three, right? Yeah, Is Ultimate the Fighter? They just don't know. They don't know. That's a good point. I, I think what they're doing here, they might know at this point that some of the like. I think one of these games, Street Combat, is like one of the worst games on the Super Nintendo. But like Fatal Fury, the Neo Geo fighters are great. You know, like that that's a lineage as storied and historic as, you know, uh, as, as the Street Fighter series is Mortal Kombat. But I, I think at this point, the thing to remember is that this is a new genre still. Yeah. Like yeah. for the last, like it's only about yeah. a year, year and a half And old. especially bringing it in from the arcade cabinet. Like mm-hmm. bringing it home. Yeah, because everybody lost their collective minds when you could get Street Fighter 2 on home consoles. That was like a huge deal. Yeah. Both in the magazine and, you know, at the time. So there might be an element of like... I guess that would be really novel. Like the same way it's like, I'm playing Breath of the Wild on my Switch yeah. in my bed. That's crazy. I'm, I'm it's sitting like on that. the toilet playing Zelda? Yeah. <laughs> my mind is blown. My mind is blown. Star Wars hits in 77. You've got... Now we're going to do a section in the magazine where we combine Dune, um, all the like... Barbarella, we're gonna put it. What's the really terrible knockoff one? Uh, you know, Flash Gordon. That's not a knockoff. No, that's not. My, my brain goes to Tank Girl from Tank. Okay, Tank <laughs> Girl's in there too, <laughs> somehow. Um, you just put like all the Star Wars knockoffs that hit in like five years at Star Trek, the motion picture kind of right. counts. Yeah. Okay, so you're just you're just off fighting games. I'm Is off. that what I'm getting? Yeah, you, like, but you even said today, you, you've given it a, a try. Yeah, I've tried. I. I mean, I've enjoyed, uh, I mean, I've really just been kind of a troll, I guess, in this. Like, I just had a friend who was really into Mortal Kombat, and he was good. But, you know, I could occasionally beat him by just spamming a move, and yeah. that's very funny to me. See, that's you do thing, it. That's yeah. it. Mar- Marvel versus Capcom 2 is my first, like, real entry into fighting games. Oh, yeah. so good. And so I got the third one when it came out, I don't know, 15 years later. It was, yeah. I was in college, <laughs> and I was like, this is going to be great. And I was like... Captain America is pretty fun to play as. And I learned all of his combos. I was like, I think I can pull this off. And then my dorm mates would come in and just trounce me by just hitting the controller against their face. <laughs> and I was like, oh, there's no justice in this world. Yep. Yeah, it's crawl. <laughs> but I think it's, I, I think fighting games have an accessibility problem to me. Like that's the, yeah. it's because it comes this into is... like frame rates. It, like you really, to be good at that game, it's, you have to spend time with it in a different oh, yeah. way. I don't think we, we talked about this on a previous issue, but I don't think we actually watch moment 37 evo moment 37 like oh the, shit there's, there's a famous it. like f- again from the 2000s like a moment from hey, evo maybe that decade was better than i thought <laughs> uh it's 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 iconic but basically in street fighter 3 you have a parry where you tap forward and yeah. if it's frame accurate you will block and take no damage um and it's a character parrying like a 18 hit super perfectly yeah and it, it's unbelievable and the crowd because that's the that's the part that makes it work is that it was live and the crowd loses their mind. Yeah, yeah. Dude, there's something about uh, I get so charmed by when game like because gaming is kind of like a sport nowadays. Oh, it like, absolutely, it is. is. And it's just I don't know. It's I because I mean I like rowdy energy anyway, and I and I honestly don't always relate to gamers always, but like I just anytime there's like a, if there's like a bar full of gamers and they're all watching like a new smash brothers get character get announced. They're all fucking screaming. Yeah. Put Kermit in smash. I I love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Like the, uh, the undertale announcement with the, which is just a costume for the media. (laughs) People are like, Oh Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Wes was just excited to get to Pocky and Rocky. (laughs) This game's not bad. (laughs) There's a, there's actually a couple of solid games in here. Pocky and Rocky is a two-player top-down 
thing with like really cute graphics and the characters play the same, but it's like this girl and a raccoon. I also like raccoons. I'm pro raccoon. Hey, oh, That's Weston, another great this animal. is probably the time for us to yeah. tell you that we had to dodge a raccoon on the road. That was, it was dead. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. Rackus, Rackus <laughs> That sucks. Oh man. Well, you, so somebody else didn't dodge it is what you're saying. Right. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, Killed the shit out of that raccoon. Killed, yeah, uh, there's definitely more that. raccoons in LA, so I'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess it's not little, the last uh, one. Trash pandas. I do love Pocky and Rocky is the like a, a girl and her dog story, but it's a raccoon. Oh, yeah. They're like. What would you like to see as the, uh, uh, remember Boy and His Blob from a few yeah, years ago? Yeah. Like, what, 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 critter, what critter pairing do you want? Um, um, a boy and his ant farm. A boy. That's just Ant-Man. We should see an Ant-Man game. An old man and a duck. <laughs> old man and a duck? That sounds kind of nice. Oh my gosh. And then your like, main rule. moves are just throwing breadcrumbs to like get the ducks to go where you want to solve yeah. puzzles. Yeah. Hold and on. The, I have to go. I have to go design a game right now. <laughs> Maybe the, the old man is like, it's like Gyromite or one of those games where he's just our, our blast core where the old man just goes and the duck has to guide him. So it's like the opposite of Goose Game where the goose is a jerk, yeah. but the duck is a friend. Or the duck is still a jerk. And this old man just bumping into shit. And Sim, uh, you, you go. You yeah, we got game. Sim Earth. It's it's uh, it's kind of feels like a a game you play during middle school. It's like it seems like <laughs> homework. You just like messing around with the Earth's biosphere. You're like changing up the atmosphere, and I don't know. You're like I don't know. Just it's, I think it's just homework. There's no, there's not enough capitalism in this sim game for me. Yeah. That's what I, I never really got yeah, into it. I'd rather like, play Sim Tower. You're just like dealing with numbers and like dealing with the geograph geosphere. I don't I don't know. My heart of hearts, I want to build a hotel. Does any of uh, uh, is this does any a single atom in your body want to play this or is this just let's well see, speaking like, of atoms in my body, I'm pretty pissed. I'm looking at Sim Earth. It's like here's the <laughs> development and like where's Garden of Eden, huh? Where's God? Where's <laughs> just kidding? That'd be <laughs> great. <laughs> I, this doesn't start in 6,000 BC. I'm out. That's yeah. What the hell, man? <laughs> what's the, what's the button to remove one of my ribs? <laughs> I do. I, that would be, I, bet, I bet there's a game like that. Honestly, that'd be crazy. Yeah. Didn't they do, I guess. No, I'm thinking of Dante's Inferno. Oh, I'm thinking of doodle God. Congo's <laughs> <laughs> Earlier, somebody made the barb that Nestor feels like a newspaper comic. And yeah, this yeah. guy, yeah. Congo's Caper, this little caveman, uh, looks like a newspaper comic. Uh, yeah. th- this is some, I don't know, it's a side-scroller with a caveman. Um, the graphics are actually, if you actually look close at the graphics, they have westernized the character, and he's a little anime guy. Yeah. So looking at the actual game graphics, I'm like, yeah, cool, but that's about all I got to say. About also, this I love one. this monkey business. An evil villain is made off with Congo's girlfriend, and now he must save her. Sound familiar? <laughs> wow. don't, when, you're, when you're ripping off other people, don't call it out so quickly. Yeah, we're talking about, uh, speaking of skill trees, this is them being like, think about why. the mo- <laughs> Well, we're making a video game. We got to have the monkey take the girl. And yeah, and the hills the and trees so look adorable. like Super Mario World. He's not, he's not a gorilla. He's just a little guy, right? He's just a guy. He's just a guy. Uh, we're also here at the We're at the the old poster. Battletoads, double, double dragon, uh poster. I don't really know anything about either game. Uh here I, here's what I know. This is like one of the this is not a great looking centerfold. 
Sorry, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're, 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 you're historically critical on the Battletoads. Uh, I, I think you're already, a little hard on them, if I'm being honest. I but. like them even less when they're this badly drawn. <laughs> yeah. And it's clearly like art from different places. Um, the, the Billy and Jimmy, Bimmy and Jimmy, the double dragons, are in this thing and they're practically in black and white with just a little bit of color. And it looks like somebody's uh, like school notebook doodles. Is. Yeah, it's weird. It, I agree. It's like it's it's one of those things where it doesn't seem like they uh, did that whole Smash Bros thing. Speaking of Smash Bros, where like they somehow made every character look like they belong in the same universe. Yeah, this is like that weird dystopia of like yeah. this is this what is this? This is two things that sh- are not mixing. Yeah, we've got notebook doodles. We've got kind of like the two villains are just in profiles, very simply drawn. And then at the bottom, this battle toad made in like Photoshop 1.0, like really mediocre gradient. Well, yeah, well, like it's weird. It's like there's like the way they're drawn is complete. Like there's gradients on this one, but there aren't gradients on the other ones. It's like more like lion art stuff. Yeah. I just can't get over it. Battletoads is what my dad thought Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were for like decades. <laughs> I mean, really, that's Battle- why they did it. That's why yeah. they did it. They yeah. tried. They, 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 they succeeded. It's, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I agree. That's why I don't like Battletoads because they are a shameless ripoff. So. Yeah. Thank you. I, I, I'll, Thank I'll, you. I'll, I'll back Did you. Did you just say there. the Battletoads are a shameless rip it off? Rip, rip. That's your bumper. That's we're, your out. We're at the poison of the of the Ooh, magazine. Yum, yum, yum. Um, Nestor's Adventures. Nestor's Adventures. Uh, this is Nestor's like the shitty mascot of Nintendo Power, and he's always in shitty comics. I it, have some, I've got some real shit to say about this one. It's a, it's a Star Fox 10 one. 10 fucking comics. Yeah. Well, I, I've okay. got a little, I've got a little deep dive that I want to go over, let's but you guys it. can do your No, no, your no, thoughts. let's see it. Okay. My so, thoughts are, I want to hear what Brett Okay, thinks. so I, uh, so I first went, of all, I went through the last 10. Okay. Okay, so just, yeah, just to quickly say this comic, got it, got it. it's been the same story as the last, as similar ones. It's Nestor is flying some sort of air vehicle. And yeah, because, they did. Because of his, <laughs> so many of these. And because of his incompetence, he crashes it and causes other people to crash. Uh, and the very last issue was Wing Commander. Uh, yeah, no, actually, it's the went, same as this one. I went through the last ten issues, ten volumes, and read the last ten Nestor's you Adventures just comics. Get enough of uh-huh. Nestor. And uh, I wrote, I typed in an X if the plot is Nestor is piloting an air vehicle and crashes and destroys <laughs> the air vehicle, or someone else is through his incompetence. And I wrote a zero if the story is anything else. Uh, what do we got? X, X, O, X, X, X. O X O X. So out of the last 10 <laughs> comics, the seven ones where them. Nestor is piloting an air vehicle and crashes makes up seven. Seven of the last 10 Nestor comics have the exact same, same plot. plot. Yeah. So, Brett, what you're saying to me is that uh, if I'm playing shit. Star Fox, the hard path is just Nestor is there. <laughs> yeah. And he is just a menace to society. You know, I was about to stop you because I was like, we need to say what the story of the comic is. But you're right. We don't. He just did. <laughs> so Nestor is with the Star Fox team. <laughs> um, I, I got to say this one. Uh, OK, the joke at the end is kind of good. I kind of like it. Because what Nestor does is he when he, when he crashes this time. Well, um, stories are about execution, so you can you can do the yeah, the so, so, shit wait. story, but have a good joke. I am talking about execution though, because the last panel is Fox and General Pepper in silhouette, which is a really interesting choice. Really interesting, yeah, because they're like, hey, look, we can't take away from how interesting Nestor is. Yeah, and Nestor <laughs> is like a flat pancake guy, 
And he says, blow me back up, please, which is pretty funny because it's one of the few times Nestor is like, I have made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Get, but but like, get, it's also the like, look, okay, so Fox says he knocked the air out of himself. He's been deflated Looney Tunes style. Yeah. Blow me back up. It works on multiple levels. Blow me back <laughs> up, please. Let's go explosion number two, but also reinflate me. Um, yeah. Nestor's smart, guys. I don't know. I haven't <laughs> read any of the other ones, but looking at this, I'm like, Nestor's champ. Uh, I just love how moody... Like the two of them in silhouette with edge lighting and Nestor is a pancake cartoon character is such a vibe in a way that the comic so rarely is. I kind that that's a what vibe. I'm talking about. I kind of yeah. dig it. I kind of dig it. It's a vibe. All right. So this is what you, this is saying to me is that the next Star Fox game should be Star Fox Noir. Oh, my God. Everybody's in silhouette. How do we do that? Fuck, it's that it's Star Fox ODST. Yeah. So there's like a city that Fox that has to DS go through. One? Uh, that was the, uh, Halo ODST, the Xbox, like the the fun moody, Mm -hmm. there's a sexy jazz. It's a rainlit city with the power out at night. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not hating this idea. And then you do Star Fox levels and it's, um, yeah, it's like Slippy Slippy. trying to find the rest of the Star Fox team. How about this? Slippy. Oh, I like that. But also slip. Okay. This, this combines with my idea here. It's like Slippy has a new character called the rookie, a drinking problem, right? (laughs) (laughs) Slippy has fallen down through the cracks of society and lost his team. Oh, so, so the, the hub world, you're going to get the team back together and then you do missions in the interim. And, but where, where ODST, those missions are flashbacks right to show what happened to each team member what's happening in this one is your time passes after each mission and it's like top gun style like the team breaking up and like life happens and they're mad they're upset at each other and slippy gets back and crawls back into a bottle falco's like (laughs) an abusive jerk and he and fox have a falling out it's like a bad divorce this is is very hard mode falco yeah yeah, very very hard the challenge yeah we're on the the most challenging path falco got is now uh bolted into the walls at the enchanted tiki room in disneyland oh hell yeah And it's called Star Fox. This is us. Um, Peppy is just, uh, he's just stuck. Peppy's fine. Peppy's the only one. Peppy's doing doing good. Yeah, Peppy's like, fuck it. His problem is he's like, he's 75. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting, he's he's Uncle Iroh in Avatar. Yeah. He's Uncle Iroh. He's just doing fucking pull-ups in a jail cell. Yeah. (laughs) He didn't change. Peppy is ripped. Yeah, Peppy's a firebender now. Peppy is ribbits. Hey. Hey, you're listening to the Now You're Playing With Podcast, the podcast. Are you ready? This is the Beer Break, brought to you by Howard and Nestor. Hey, I'm Nestor. Um, Glub up that beer, my friend. Here we go! Hey, it's me, Pimple, of the Battletoads. Hey, what are you doing in my front door, drunk? What's going on? Hey, you what, do, do you have something to say? You, you listen to my radio show? Pop that pimple in the morning. K Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one where you. 1997's like, Southern California. Where you. Drive time of the year. Piss off guests. Yeah, yeah. We, we had a lot of fun back in the day. That, <laughs> you, me, and the other listener, <laughs> listeners. Listeners. Me, me and the boys. Why, are, why is there glass shards all over the ground? Yeah, it's, I smashed my <laughs> smashed my bottle of Thunderbird. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, well, yeah, what, are you, what are you trying to sell me? Uh, Battletoads are going on tour, but uh, it's not important. Never mind. All right, let's get back to the guys. All right, we're uh, here. We're, we're here at uh, Super Black Bass Fishing, a fishing game for the Super NES. Uh, I, I have a question. Yeah. 
Can someone explain fishing games to me? <laughs> only the only fishing game I can explain is the one that it has the actual like real cast thing built oh, into shit. it. The yeah. Oh, the Dreamcast game, or is that something else? This was, was okay. This so my play? huh was this a plug and play game where you like plug in like a- it was just a so my like my grandmother lived off of like a battery powered solitaire game that she would like sit yeah. with in her armchair yeah. and so they expanded off from things like that she yeah. had yahtzee and yep. then my when my dad was like i want one it became a one hand holds the whole thing and the other one has like a kind of like the did you say the name of it earlier the one with the real oh the play date the play date yeah, game with console the crank. yeah that crank started on <laughs> like bass pro fishing games where that's what it was it was just like you reeled it up and there was yeah. like one thumb pad and so then i see so Super it was Black. like a screen on the fishing pole itself yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. Little, i remember these things i was yeah. like that and then i'm like oh those poor bastards who had to play this game on an nes like because it, fishing's not fun no. Fishing's uh, yeah. Wait, as a mini game, like everybody I, I, I wants to played... make a fishing mini game. That's yeah. the, the, the I don't love I'm gonna be honest, I don't I like catching fish in Animal Crossing, and that's about that's that's I'm playing Cult of the it. Lamb right now. Yeah. That game's great. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, I get the I get the engine in this game. I'm in it, I see what I'm doing. And then I was like, now you're gonna make me do the Stardew Valley fishing game. <laughs> We're going back to this. Wesson, Wesson likes that. Hades has a fishing mini game in it too. Yeah, it's yeah, great. I, 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 Hades isn't the same meter thing though, where it's like, can you not tap the button at the right times? That's true. That one's yeah. a uh, quick time event. Yeah, there's like a flash, and you have yeah, to like the that's button. different. I'm like, I'm okay with the reflex okay. mode of it, but the you're like, saying just shamelessly copying a, a, like a fishing mini game is, it's. Yeah, Cult of the Lamb does not shamelessly copy Stardew Valley, but it does copy Stardew Valley. <laughs> but it's the idea of like, I, to me, I'll, I'll throw this out there, Weston. Mm-hmm. Fishing mini games are the same plague level as skill trees. Or All right. <laughs> they're in there just because it's like, hey, the video game designers right now are like death, love, taxes, and fishing. That's the, <laughs> these are the inevitability. I, I feel you that. guys teed me up for this, that if I asked that, which, which is in my notes, that can someone explain fishing games to me? Cause I don't get them. I thought you were going to be like, yes, here's why I think they're good. And, and you came to the same conclusion I did. Uh, yeah. It's, I mean, to me, it's yeah. the like, let me actually physically reel it up, but not have to go. I, as a, as a kid growing up in Iowa where it was like, Oh, like a weekend away is a week on the lake. I have put too many fish hooks through my own fingers. Dude, oh. dude, that, that, is, okay. that is honestly one of my biggest, enough. biggest like squirmy, like fear things is fish hooks. Fish yeah. hooks that's, are sharp. That's, that's, oh, like, yeah. that's probably one of my most, like the, if, if there was just like a fish hook in this room, I, I You'd be uh, like crawling away from them. Yeah, <laughs> to reach into this bucket It'd of fish hooks to get the antidote cheek. to the oh, you poison need a phone I charger? gave you. And it's yeah, it's like here's just <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like a fear of mine. I, I I'm scared of fish hooks. Hey, I got a button for this. You guys want to know something crazy? What ribbit? Playdate season one of games. This was like 24 games that they commissioned for the playdate that kind of come with it when you buy the system. None of them are fishing. None of them are fishing. Playdate knows what's up. Damn. In all seriousness, they should have, I guess somebody on itch has to have made one, right? Yeah. All right. We're here. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad I have the Pikachu now because we're talking Mech Warrior, which this is not, I feel like Mech Warrior 2 was the Mech Warrior that really did it for me. Because they added fishing. Oh, uh, because it's 3D <laughs> polygons like Star Fox. Also, dope soundtrack. Dope. Uh, dope. Honestly, dope Brett- soundtrack would be great for a fishing game. Like, pop up. So, so this is a <laughs> this is like a mode seven Mech Warrior game, and it works kind of like what's the arm- mode seven? Define quick for me. Uh, so it's the 
do you know in your like no set? i really don't okay so it's defines just, how i can be a part of the conversation it's, just, it's, <laughs> please, funny include me. you don't know what mode seven is it's, it's, you don't know what it, mode seven it, is it's a super like nintendo graphics function and you, you'll definitely know it, it is the thing that lets you take a 2d image and zoom and rotate it and pitch it it is how mario kart works okay. it's how yep. f-zero works okay you, now i get it did you actually know this that like I think we literally talked about this last volume, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say it a fucking get. I know. Sorry, sorry, listeners. Sorry, listeners. Ethan uh, did not listen did, to last. Did episode. you yeah. um, know that like if you were to like open up a Super Nintendo game, the chips inside would be different per game? Yeah, because like they're not yeah. like the same. It's like a game might not need this chip that does this thing, so they wouldn't add that. Yeah. So there's like, uh, like if you were to essentialism, right? There we go. Yeah, and like so emulating SNES games in the modern hardware, like you can buy like cartridges for the Nintendo 64 that can like run every game, but it's super expensive for the Super Nintendo because there's so many fucking chips and it's like this big old chip monster. Chip City, baby. Chip City. To run everything on it. Like a bad party. So yeah, Mech Warrior games, you take on missions. There's kind of some story elements and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Like these are cool, Brett. Basically, I just want to hear you talk about playing BattleTech at BattleTech Centers again. But again, that's like it's such a <laughs> it's such an early memory that I don't really remember God much it. about it. It's just I, I it's very like vague. Like I just remember going to one and being like, "Whoa, look at look at this! This is cool." Just yeah, but I, no actual like detailed memory on it. I want a simulation game thing, a la laser tag or whatever, that has more game elements to it. It's not just a death match. It's not just you know, you go to the like thing. You're, you're cooking you, as a mech. Yeah, no, I, I want. I'm in. I'm in. I want to make it happen. Cookie mama. <laughs> cookie, cookie mech mama. Uh, I love. I mean, shouts to Nintendo Power here as we were talking about the like the ability to think of your game in a different way. The double page spread of the different mechs here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think is a really cool, especially when you like they have the the small images of what you're seeing when you're playing the game, and you're like, oh, I'm in a different mech suit, but you're not like actually seeing it's, the models. Yeah. But. Mech warriors, why you got to make your your mech so smooth? These are like voluptuous. The, these the it, Grand Crusaders got thighs for days. Everybody, <laughs> this is like a Pixar dump truck booty. Yeah, so it you're, is like, a, so you're uh, somewhat attracted to these robots. I, guys, <laughs> you're I, attracted I, I to might this have to step robot. out of the room. <laughs> also, I, think, I think George Lucas maybe took the Grand Crusader and was like, "That's my super battle droid." Uh, <laughs> yeah, that robot's thick, man. I get it. Uh, is, yeah. You know, okay, here's another, since we're talking about the sexy mechs, the me- sexy this mechs, is the tangent he's taking. Here. These are like, these illustrations are definitely handmade, but like one of the re one of the things I always thought was interesting about mech warrior is when mech warrior two hits and the mad cat kind of becomes the mascot of the mech warrior uh-huh. world. Look it up. Listener. They, they go CG. So that robot is like smooth and petite as opposed to your thick mech here. So I, I just like, I, you're put, you're, I'm connecting dots I never connected before. Yeah. Yeah. Beauty standards have changed in the mech world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're classified information. Uh, cheat codes. Uh, only thing I have to say is I uh, didn't know Qbert 3's out. I don't know. I don't remember Qbert 2 coming out. Thank God yeah, classified information for it. telling me about Qbert 3. <laughs> I, oh, I, the aesthetic of this game is so early 90s that i'm like yeah my heart is having like if my heart is being weird in my chest like you know it's beating too much that's a whole Weston, that's a holdover from looking at those max okay. <laughs> i'll be right back guys i'm attracted to Hubert. i'll explain that to you <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's cool that we got to have this conversation and learn about each other <laughs> hey, this is a safe space 
All right, we're here. It's that Star Fox comic. And uh, first things first, uh, I just want to say, so they start this one off with a quick, like their opening panel that sets everything up. They do the thing where they have a bunch of character portraits to be like, this is General Pepper, the dog general. This is Falco, who's, as you pointed out, uh, frequently all, not a it's weird like a turkey cockatrice. Like, look at yeah. his neck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, uh kind of a raptor looking guy, which they do call him a raptor in a previous issue of the comic. And then there is like one they do the thing that unfortunately has been done a lot in media where it's like there is no uh woman character in the actual game, but we're going to invent one for the comic. It's Farrah Phoenix and I had this weird Is, there, is she not in the game? She's not in the first one and after seeing her in this panel I was like is she in Star Fox 2? Because there, I remember there being a yeah. character that looks like her. She's not. Oh, she's it's not. A, it's a, there is a, a kit-type character, so like some animal with big ears that's kind of like a little fox. Yeah. Um, she's not. I don't know. It's weird. I, I opened this page up, and I was like, ah, finally, I get to see all their names next to their faces right away <laughs> while not playing. <laughs> Peppy Hair, Slippy Toad. Um. Are you saying Falco's that because last of- name is Lombardi? It is. They're yeah. like, all right, Peppy, you, you got to know what kind of animal he is. Slippy, you got to know he's a toad. <laughs> Falco, you got to know he's from Northern Italy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Fox McCloud is Scottish. So there we go. Okay. So that also just immediately shows our tier of characters. This is why. Yeah. If. God damn it, if you had given Slippy a real last name, he would be a playable character in Super Smash Brothers. Slippy Aguilar. <laughs> He's from Portugal. Uh, see, it's perfect. Yeah, I, I think Slippy's definitely like Catalan or, you know, like Spanish. And then you've got Pepe. Pepe would be from like, what, Poland? I'm feeling Pepe like. I could see that. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. you guys are down for whatever uh okay what what happens in this comic far uh, phoenix appears in one of the four known prototypes of star fox 2 <laughs> but along with saru was removed from the final game oh, oh shit you uh did a different search than i did because i did not surface that information thank you Arwingpedia. again this is uh today's uh episode of our podcast is brought to you by Arwingpedia. <laughs> part of the fandom network uh, is, is it part of the <laughs> Oh, you got it. You got it. Or R-ring or airing, whatever. Those are cool names for ships. They are so. cool. And I like that the title for this comic book is The Thrill is Gone is the name of... The Thrill is Gone. Look, so, they're setting us up for our Star Fox Noir. <laughs> that's great. So here's what... what When we left our heroes, um, Farah and Fox are uh, flirting as fighter pilots, which means they have flown into the danger zone in their spaceships. And they get into a big space fight. And uh, really quick, one thing I will say that always bugged me about this comic is their lasers look kind of like straight lightning. They have very zigzaggy effects, which now I don't mind at all. I I dig the aesthetic of this comic. At the time, didn't care for it. They're shooting a bunch of people and being witty. And then um, the boss from Corneria Level 1-1 blows up (laughs) Farrah. Bye! Um, she, she crash lands and they do a Battlestar Galactica where Fox catches her eject pod with his R-Wing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I may have just spoiled the end of the Battlestar Galactica miniseries. That thing's 20 years old now. Yeah. Well, I think another thing that I do like is like Fox does. Stop it, Siri. <laughs> Fox. Fuck. I don't know. What to say Sorry. That. What were you saying? Uh, Fox. <laughs> Fox gets like really angry in these comics like he's it's less so than in the first one but like 
Every once in a while when like shit gets serious. You didn't know he had a temper? Like he has a he temper. Has a and, like, serious he's, temper. Like, he, he like looks really, yeah, he just like, they draw him and he looks terrifying. Like it seems like it should be, I, I, I'm, I'm going to guess there's like a meme of like Scary Fox or something because like, I mean, it's less than this one, but like he gets like this evil fucking, and he looks scary. Like his teeth start jutting out. They're like all. Oh yeah. Jig Jaggy. It's, he's scary. He's a scary guy. This is no joke. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the one I'm thinking. That's that's the. That's, that's gonna be panel. my second Disneyland reference, but um, Angry Star Fox is is Briar Fox on uh, Splash Mountain. He's, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He's kidnapping people. That guy's that guy's trouble. If you if you handed me this issue of Nintendo Power, and you're like, look, this also has comics in it, and I was like, oh, that's great, Brett. Thanks for thanks for sharing this with me. And then I read Nestor's Adventure. I'd be like, man, fucking Brett, let me down. Yeah, I get to this. Standalone. The colors on this thing yeah. are incredible. It looks the, gorgeous good. art. This, it the, looks good. The production value of this comic is unreal to be in the middle yeah. of a magazine. Yeah. It's, it's the whole style is full of woodcut style, like lines and stippling and stuff. Yeah. And they've got like the colors. I keep talking about Mobius because this comic is secondary colors all the way down it's like watchmen so it's like yellow skies and teal skies and orange and purple yeah there's yeah. this very Gorgeous. specific shade of pink that you're like this this fucking pops yeah, everybody yes. before you even like start reading it in fact i feel like the the reading doesn't hold a candle to the pictures uh but like as soon as you look at it you're just like this looks good like my yeah. eyes, like my eyes are doing a little dance the setup i mean where we're talking about our characters are like splash page with that where you see fox and farah in their ships flying over cornelia it's like even cornelia in the background like the buildings are all different colors like the oh, it's yeah. a beautiful sunset yeah and like i get it these foxes are these foxes are gonna fuck in the clouds <laughs> yeah. i'm i'm Hope you brought your catcher's mitt. I was critical of their <laughs> their lasers, like their main guns, how they're drawn in this comic. But one thing I will say that I completely forgot until now is as a little kid artist, because I used to draw comics, uh, the way they do Nova bombs in this comic was iconic for me. It's like photon torpedoes in Star Trek. It was like that went into my Rolodex of how bombs look. Yeah. Because it is like this cylinder with like this big sparking pink uh, trail on it, like the uh, the thruster on it, and it looks awesome. Yeah, it yeah. just it looks like one of those vacuum tube cylinders from a bank being shot at a thing, and it causes a massive explosion. Well, it's like I feel like there's that thing where like uh, a company if they're making a mag- like companies tend to just throw too much money at a bad product. Like you know, it's like they'll like throw a crazy amount of money at a at an artist, and then they'll make a bad like bad look. It seems like they like threw money at a person who was like, oh, I'm actually going to like match the quality of the art with yeah, the with the money, of business you, mini, yeah, money you're getting. All right, me. you're paying me to do this. So I'm going to like do I'm going to do it. Like genuinely like put my like best effort in. Cause yeah, I mean, it looks like, I mean, it's, it looks top tier. Frankly. I mean, do you feel like I could, I could see as a, a comic that com- looks like this. I could buy it off the shelf at a store today. That's how I feel. Oh, yeah. uh, in terms, do you feel like Ethan, cause you're a big comic book fan. Do you yeah. feel like the, like, do you care a lot about the art? Like, do you feel like there are like certain ones where you're reading and it's like that what I took away from that was like the art was fantastic or yeah, is I, it I think more it's complicated than that or well, I mean, think about with like when you're playing a game, how do you feel about it? Because you're sitting there staring yeah. at it and that's how you spend your time. That's a, that's a piece. Of I mean, it. I do have games where that the whole thing was, this was like just a museum exhibit where I looked at stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've even played Mario Kart eight or the newest one. And I, just played time trials and i'm just like looking around at the yeah at the detail yeah that's i mean it's i i think that's like the success of a game like hollow knight speaks to that 
Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, look at that game. Also, mm. great soundtrack. Yeah, we were playing, I just, <laughs> just want to. I just want to spend time. It's here. true. Every time I say it, though, and I think like when you open up these pages here, you're just like I. I one of the best parts yeah, about being a, a comic point. reader is you digest it for the story or whatever. You're like burning through whatever, and then you like flip to a page where all of a sudden you're like studying the background. You're like looking at like yeah. oh look at all this other stuff, and like some of it is just like the cohesion of all the different colors and elements and everything the pacing of the different panel sizes, but it's, you know, you can feel when an artist, even I'm looking at the last page here. So after they beat the one, one boss, cause Fox blows them up in like one page after yeah. it, it shoots down Farah, they actually do a quick montage, which I thought was great to like shake up the pacing and they kind of gloss over very quickly. It's like, Oh, the star Fox team beats level one, two, one, three. And now we're kind of back to the present and they're doing a scene in like the command center where General Pepper and Farah are about to have a conversation about Fox and his dad. And then Andros psychically smashes through the glass and like threatens them. And I mean, that's how you make an entrance. <laughs> yeah. And he looks awesome again. Cause we've been complimenting the art and then star Fox team runs in and they're like, Oh man, he has psychic powers. If we try to fly towards venom, he's going to smoke us all. And then Fox like takes Farah in his arms, uh, implying a lot about their relationship is developed and says, we'll just go through a black hole to surprise him. We'll go through the black but, hole. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's the comic. Um, and yeah, like, but we'll even, the, yeah, even this last page or this last panel, uh, our word bubble is we'll go through the black hole. You see the black hole in the background. It, this looks like it could be a poster. This is the yeah. cover for the next issue. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, honestly, you have this a very lot of pulpy, panels here yeah. feel like they could be like a poster. Yeah, which is, I think, something. is what you, is part of the goal is that it's like yeah. every, I mean, if you have the time to put into a comic, every frame. That's a good point. I mean, that's like, even think about like that Spider-Verse movie, which is honestly weirdly more, because I, I don't read a ton of comics, so that's kind of my experience. But that's like yeah. a movie where if you pause any scene, that could be a poster. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. level of craft on each individual yeah. bit of a thing. It's just really, really like top notch. Yeah. Kid Dracula. Kid Dracula. Um, hey, I'm not gonna let you out of this section just no, yet. Get please. the kid out of the coffin. Please let me leave. Guys, this is a Castlevania game. Did oh. you know? Uh Kid Dracula is and apparently it's supposed to be good. Now I'm done. What do you wait? Hold on. It's a Castlevania game, as in it's made by the same. It's it's Konami spiritual okay, spiritual connection. It it's uh, apparently this is yeah this is like a pretty good game. That's I can't remember how hard it is or whatever. I don't know. Okay, right. I'll I mean, let you that, move on. That, that's kind of interesting. So you know, just bookmarking this one if you want to play Game Boy games. This is one. That it's like one of the few try. ones that we like just skip. And then it ends up being a good game because we do that quite often. And that's, yeah. that's, that's I'm sure, a, I'm sure we've skipped games that are actually good. Yeah. We, just, we do that. There's quite just so many episode. games. It's too I many. Know, I know. Uh, Joe and Mac for the game boy. Anyone stopping on this one? I love that. It's like, let's announce a title and then immediately move on. Yeah. We stop. <laughs> Joe and Mac. Because Weston's racing to get to top break. Tennis. Top. <laughs> Top rank tennis. We gave Ethan the Pikachu, so he has to introduce top rank tennis. Look at this. Okay, here. It, the Nintendo Power sets you up. Sweat drips from your forehead as you peer across the net at your opponent. Oh, this copy's wow. good. There he stands. I wish, I, I wish I'd read it. To return your serve. 
you toss the ball into the air and swing with all of your might. A contact is made with the ball. Everything feels perfect. <laughs> Top ranked tennis, everybody. Check it out. Just play Mario Tennis Aces. It's the I best know, tennis game there is. Don't play a farts game unless Mario is involved. Uh, Straight up. <laughs> the new chess master. It's a chess Sweat game. Sweat drips from your forehead <laughs> as you peer across Whoa, the board this cop- at your Wait opponent. a minute. Hold on a second. Hey, okay, wait. Mario chess? How, oh, how do we think it would look? Are you... Uh, Mario battle chess? I think, that, I think that's Mario other? Rabbids. I think that, that is true. <laughs> I, but I, I do imagine a... Uh, when, when you played checkers, did you have... It's like if you have them lined up right, you can double jump, triple jump. Yeah. Yeah. Kick me, bitch. Yeah, dude, that that's that's great. Counselor's Corner. All I'll say here is they have a section on Out of This World. Answered by Tin Chan. Great, great glamour shot from the uh, counselor. And uh, Out of This World's still really awesome. Okay. We're going to skip the part where we talk about Krusty's Funhouse. And the whole thing is just, these are the good seasons of The Simpsons. One of, one of the, the traps is he feeds the mice into a person who eats them, who's like a sergeant. Ooh, I need to watch every. I I need to watch. This. Stop starting with season one. I know. I'll, I'll jump. Go in. to like season four. I'll jump. I'll I'll get there. Hey Brett, how do I find out what my character's colors are? Um. Uh. How, what is this? Uh. Oh, might and magic. Might and magic. Where? How do I find out what my Color? It's like a dating simulation. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, what, what's color? my son- to get through this dungeon? You have to know your astrological sign and <laughs> yeah. your moons—not just sun sign, but moon sign and rising. Hey, Brett. I want more dating simulator games. How do I find out what my character's food allergies are? <laughs> <laughs> and that would be a fun question of a kid's like, "Hey, uh, how do I find out what favorite Lamaria's favorite food is?" And it's like. That's not. It's fucking mushrooms. Is it spaghetti? It's (laughs) it's mushrooms, you idiot. Look at it. It's all he eats. This is is a man who fell into a kingdom and is like, oh, mushrooms, flowers. I'll eat them, everything. I'll eat the scalp of this raccoon. Give it to me. But when the Israelites spent 40 years in the desert eating manna, does that mean manna was their favorite food? Or is that just all they had? By necessity, it's both their favorite and least favorite food. Yeah. There's a story in the Bible about that. See, look at this. Huh. I never thought about Mario eating the mushroom. I guess he does. I guess he eats the mushroom. Or he just smushes it into himself. Yeah. I guess he what eats do you, it. Yeah, how yeah. do you think he... How right, do you think he had he like a tracheotomy, it? so there's that's, just like a hole in him where you just shove the mushroom. I guess, I guess you were using your imagination a little more than I was when you were playing Mario. <laughs> yeah, right? or he hugs... Yeah, okay. You see a man who pops a food item out of a box and it runs away from him on the ground and he just, what, falls on it? Just like it smushes it into himself? You he, know he makes it into tea and drinks the tea. I mean, It's that, all a hallucination. He, he like grafts it onto his body. He's like the Dark Souls <laughs> <laughs> Just sticks it in. What's a, uh, what's a game that you would like actually write into? To like, have you ever been so stumped that you're like, I got to write into Nintendo Power on this? Um, I've covered this one. Any of those adventure, any adventure game where there's like, yeah. you have to use the bottle on the mosquito. Honestly, there's probably point and click adventure games to me are just point and click at everything on the screen. Yeah. yeah. Until something works. Until something the, happens. The best, I think the best point and click adventure game is called There Is No Game. If you guys that's new, guys right? That's, that that's like from the last like three years. Yeah, I, think, I haven't tried. I think it. that game is brilliant. I think it like all the puzzles make sense, and it's so Damn. clever. Damn, that's where we gotta go. That okay? I, t- time out. Play that that game. So good. Time out. hey, everybody, everybody, this is what we yeah. got in here for is a uh, 
playing there is no game it's that's it's a fucking good game uh DuckTales, let's just go to DuckTales 2. Let's just get to the let's just get to the juice. Let's get to the good let's stuff. Get to the juice. Get to DuckTales the juice. 2. Duck uh, more more of one of the best games for the NES. Yeah, Everybody it's got look. That pogo stick mechanic. The yeah. shovel knight down. This sho- is an Indiana Jones game. Because DuckTales is Indiana Jones. Hell yeah, it is. is that, I, I, what if Indiana Jones was a billionaire? That's what I want to see. With three rascally <laughs> nephews. And uh, one niece or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, thinking know. of new DuckTales. Kind of the neighbor we- kid. Webby. Webby. Yeah, Webby. Yeah. Yeah. The And that new DuckTales is so good. New DuckTales, so good. Everybody, uh, play There Is No Game while you're watching DuckTales on Disney+. Plus. Or give them, give them both their individual time. That way you fully absorb it. <laughs> DuckTales canonized... <laughs> Du- the new DuckTales canonized the Disney Afternoon cartoons as a shared universe. Which is brilliant. I they, mean, they have the gummy bear, like the bouncing juice from gummy bears. Yeah. Oh, so here's- St. Canard is, is like a city they go to where Darkwing Duck is. Yeah. Top, uh, top tier. I, I don't know if they did Tailspin. Do though. they go to Scotland? They, they, they do. do. They, uh, they do. Okay. They do. Yeah. They do. Look, I- Scrooge used to be a secret agent. There are flashback episodes of him and his. Uh, That's awesome. His babe. <laughs> Seriously, I don't know how to tell so, you. It's so like, fucking watch cool. DuckTales. Oh man, uh, you guys both love Duck- the new Ducktales show. It's, it's great. I, I yeah, I will lay down my life on this recommendation. <laughs> it's no Adventure Time, but it's not a contest. Like it, they're also different. They're yeah. they're going for very different things. That's true. Look, here's the thing: licensed games can be a crapshoot. Uh, traditionally bad but at this era especially not they, in this era not in this era like disney mickey's castle castle of illusions like uh, uh yeah Looney i Tunes? think we were critical of that one we but, were okay. we were but i actually looked apparently that's a good game Sega okay Genesis. maybe we, i was we, wrong we were just yeah. making that up we just said this. also like we want to go back to kid dracula my first castlevania game was start bugs bunny there was uh, like a bugs bunny castlevania huh. game really yeah. i know people like the aladdin game I like yeah, the, I like all the, the, all the Capcom licensed Disney yeah. games. Just yeah. about all of them are good. But here's um, the thing: when I when I open up this page on Ducktales two, and it's like, can you handle it? He's got a pogo jump. He's got pulling. He's got four. I made I made Brett briefly play multiverses with me, and there's something with is Scrooge in multiverses. God, I wish he was. Oh my god, <laughs> I don't but, understand but why Kermit Disney has it. But Scrooge in multiverses. Let's do a let's yeah yeah come on let's do a Disney platform fighter yeah. But because here's the thing that's like cool about this is like you have all these elements of these characters that you already know and love. Like think about literally multiverses is like Shaggy's a meme. So let's just make that into his character. Yeah. Multiverses, as far as those like character, I mean, I would put take that over the Sony one. Oh, yeah, if I had to, if I had to pick one of PlayStation those, PlayStation All Stars, that, that one. Was? Yeah, yeah, like I that one. Like PlayStation All Stars. I liked I the one on one stuff's fun, right? Yeah, I liked. I like trying them. I just like platform fighters in general. Yeah. So I'll always give them a shot. But I think there's something with like taking, I, I, I have a character designer friend who we talked about kind of bemoaned the fact that the iconic characters we have now in anything are only really like Rick and Morty are the last characters that have any like iconic recognition. And you look at it in video games. Is this because there's no monoculture? I anymore? think it's probably the death of monoculture, but I also think there's something of like, What's monoculture? The idea that we all have one cultural idea that we can like reference together. Like back so, like, in, in the 90s, everybody watched the X-Files. Yeah. Because it was you know. the thing. It's also, but I mean, now it's a, you can watch it. So the proliferation out. of yeah. content just makes yeah. that happen. It's like Game of Thrones, they said, was the last piece of monoculture. Last of Us is uh, maybe filling that spot a little the, bit right now because yeah, enough last people of us, are watching it. A lot yeah. of people are A lot of people that, are watching it. HBO shows become like event television. But it's like 
look there is has there been a character like Spyro, like Crash, like Mario? No, in the last ten years. Uh, uh, the Undertale kid. The Undertale, yeah. Okay. Actually, the, in general, the characters yeah. from Undertale. Undertale is a huge. But Undertale, Sh- I do Shovel think, Knight like, gets close to that. Shovel Knight gets close. Um, uh, though, look at both of these are like yeah. Shovel Knight's the interesting kid that throw you back like, into nostalgia on purpose. I feel like some oh, people touche. like. I feel like I grew up and I didn't ever play Final Fantasy VII, but for some reason I knew Cloud. Like I knew the Cloud mm-hmm. character, but I never played the game. I didn't even know so, who's from but, Final but that Fantasy. Game is, Kingdom Hearts. I, I could, Kingdom I, Hearts did that. Too. Yeah, I didn't even play. But like, I feel like some people would recognize Cloud Shovel Knight, 19, but not know he's from a game called Shovel Knight. Yeah, Cloud is nineteen ninety seven though. So like, it, that's like I that that's no, going yeah, to be. I'm just saying like. I am. Oh, the Splatoon kids, although they're not uh, characters. I don't know. I mean, it's a hit for sure, but I don't know if it's I don't know if it's like feels cultural. Like I do like the idea with Splatoon because well, part of the reason why I bring this up is that it's like when you when you take these licensed characters and you're like, how do we break out what we know of them as a character and put it into a video game lexicon of moves? Mm-hmm. When you start in the other direction where it's like, OK, I have a video game character. Their lexicon of moves is the same as every other video game character. Yeah. But it's like, okay, it's a 2D platformer, so that means they can do all the other things. And they it's like it. we and so then they don't break into this now like new iconic stuff, which is hilarious because Mario's moveset is jumping. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it speaks more to the way that they developed him through other games as well. I mean they but they do shit with Mario though. Yeah. Like I mean the last game you just throw hats at people and then you become the people. Yeah. But I don't know. That's that's what I want to say with DuckTales. It's like it's Indiana Jones, but it's also it's like, look, it's like the pogo jump is awesome, but it also is like and they started that. It's shit. informed by his yeah. character. It's informed by what we see of him. Yeah. literally the movie here yeah. is four. Yeah, like a golf call. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, and I yeah, Shovel Knight then wouldn't count to your point because he's just doing the pogo jump from Ducktales. It's not a new character. Although he design. does shovel, which he, he does, does shovel. He does shovel. But you know what? That means I think we're onto something here because if we take an old ass man. Throwing breadcrumbs for ducks. Uh, <laughs> my idea is just like a weird fever dream <laughs> version of DuckTales. <laughs> the Koei connection. Okay, so the Koei games, the, these are the um, really dense strategy games on the NES, like Genghis Khan, Nobunga's Ambition, Romance of the Three Kingdoms. And it's all stuff that's like coming over from Japan where they're quite popular. And it always felt like dense and inscrutable at the time. And it feels dense and inscrutable now. And this is like kind of a feature kind of trying to introduce what these games are to people like, and why you might want to play them, which. Yeah. They give a lot of pages to this. Yeah, they they really. I mean, because it, it's a po- it's a popular series, but it is niche, right? Yeah. Because uh, they've they've been doing these games forever, and they keep bringing them over. And I'm actually really curious. I don't know offhand how popular these were in the West. Yeah, this is, this is like shit. My dad and older brother would play that I would not join. Yeah, and this kind of game, I'll go down this. You know, like Colony Sims, like a Rim World or Dwarf Fortress, is dense like this is. And then also, I used to play. Galactic civilizations and Stellaris and like Master of Orion. So like space strategy 4X games are a hundred percent or in civilization too. Do you guys feel like when you play like a strategy game or like a board game or something, do you feel like you're more about the rules and data and like game of it? Or do you feel like you're more into the like the imagination and creativity and story of it? Rules and numbers. Like it's it's a yeah, it's, it's a strategic. You, you would be harder to peg because I'm for sure create like the creative whatever. I don't know if they're built for the creative as much. I, not always, but that's this why is, that's why like I'll play Age of Empires and my dad and older brother will be like building this thing, and I'm just like, all right, you're named Jim, 
and you're, you're a little tree guy, and then they come and just watch me. Yeah. But like, I'm not playing the game right. But that's, but I think that's the thing that always rubs me with those kinds of games is that there is a way to play the games wrong. Yeah. They, they create this like platform. So I was just talking with my friend about uh, like Sim City, where he's like, oh, I want to like create like a, like this is like a true, like, analog of the chicago loop it's all high rises and everything like that and so it comes with this and he's like and then i want to create this little country bumpkin town and they wouldn't let me because they're like well you know you have to have a hospital here it's like well like they wouldn't be able to have a full hospital they might yeah. have like a, yeah, a medical yeah. clinic but they would have to go into the city and the game was like you're playing the game wrong oh interesting yeah. this may th- so this makes me think of xcom because xcom is a strategy game uh tactical mostly but yeah. like you are also, you can name your characters. Yeah. yeah. So you name them after your friends. And, and then let them die. Yeah. Well, you got to, I will save scum to save like up to two people. And then I will eventually get tired of saving. And it's like, all right, well, the third person, he's not going to make it. Sorry, man. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, even like both those takes are interesting with this idea of like, because even Brett calling it out, they're kind of more board game-esque. Like yeah. it's, these are like dense things that are like, you will understand the rules and the goal is to play them multiple times. Yeah. yeah, but I think also the games are so dense that like a single campaign stretches over like six hours, and you're like, yeah. okay, well, wait, am I investing in this to be like a game that I try to last longer than that, or is this like, okay, well, this is the time I want to like really be experimental without being punished for playing the game wrong? Yeah, yeah. so it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what's really funny about me and four X games is I will frequently start them with the same type of character. It's like, no, I want to play Earth. It's not going to be an evil earth. It's going to be a good earth. And we're going to go so out see, into the he's galaxy. he's in the imagination. Well, that, that's, <laughs> oh, that's, 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 oh, that's a great point. That's, yeah. I mean, that's also, that's people sometimes shit on the Pokemon games, but I actually do think they do a good job of letting your imagination, like people, like an adult will play Pokemon and be like, why is there this fucking setting where I can like just wash my Pikachu? And it does nothing. But for a kid, you're washing your Pikachu. Yeah. yeah like, that's, I mean, they do a really good job <laughs> of like. You have a relationship built with it. Yeah. They, remember, they, they do a good job of like allowing you to be creative and like build your own. Again, it's a Nintendo, but yeah. I, it's a little different than Nintendo because it's Game Freak. But still, I think they do a pretty good job of like just creating functions that don't have functions, which confuses adults. But for a kid or someone who just wants to be imaginative, it's about immersion. It's great. It's about the. It, it's more immersive. Yoshi's Cookie, yum. Like talking about this game's not bad. The pure math versus imagination. I mean, I've always wanted to know what Yoshi's. What What is that tongue for? <laughs> cookies? Is it eating uh, cookies? If you caught Doctor Mario fever. Mario is a chef in this one, which I feel like we haven't touched on that. He had a career as a chef, probably short lived because Yoshi ate all of his cookies. He he ate his stuff. Well, he had nothing to sell. Yeah. Damn. Is there, is there there a chef costume in Mario Odyssey? No, but there should be. There really should be. That should have happened. Isn't there a food world in Mario Odyssey? Yeah, definitely in galaxy. There might be a, there might be a chef costume now that I'm thinking about it. I can, I can very easily picture him in one. Yeah. Okay, this it's yeah, it's in my head. It's got the little the stovepipe hat or oh, whatever. God, Dude. I've turned the page. So many of those costumes were great. Uh, oh God, why didn't you warn me about Kid Clown? Kid Clown's terrifying. He's a clown that's a kid. Terrifying, terrifying. Let's move on. Let's oh, get out of here. God. Honestly, I get oh, that made me understand cloud fear of clowns. Player pull contest. Speaking of the 90s, guys. <laughs> roller uh, contest to Camp win. Rollerblade. Uh, camp at Rollerblading. Win some Rollerblades. And it's, uh, this is not just a Rollerblade camp. This is branded by Rollerblade. Like trademarked uh, ro- Rollerblade brand oh, Rollerblades. I didn't know Rollerblade was a brand. It's okay. because they were long gone by the time <laughs> you, you came around. Huh, so their name 
informed the like the title of the thing they're selling, but they're, they're the Kleenex. Yeah, it's the clean line skating. Yep. Huh. And the, but they're out of business. Sorry. Sorry. Are, are they out of business? I don't know. It feels like don't roller, fact check us. Don't Listeners, check. do not fact they check us. They are out of business, and that's fine. Rollerblades kind of came and went. That feels like an early '90s thing. Feels like everybody is either doing like roller derby style, like two by two skates. Rollerblades, honestly, kind or of they're dangerous. skateboarding. Kind of dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah let's keep, keep moving. play video games. Don't rollerblade. Top 20. Hey. Uh, you know what? It's the same as it's it was same, last time. Nothing's changed. The top the top charts are the, are the exact same thing. It's, I mean, Street Fighter. I do think, like, looking at this list, like, top Super NES is, like, Super Mario Kart, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, Street Fighter 2, Game Boy is Tetris, Metroid 2, Mario Land 2, NES, Tecmo Bowl, Mario Bros. 3, Legend of Zelda, same thing. Fucking good games. They're okay. all- you can do a lot worse than taking we, we, these nine games. I feel like we finally hit it. We hit it where games are games are really good games right now. Games are good now, everybody. Stabilized. Home Alone 2 is on ni- number 19 on the Game Boy. Games oh, are good. No. Games are good. <laughs> I got that game as a gift accidentally. Do you think Donald Trump's in it? <laughs> yeah, he's like, good job, kid. <laughs> and then it's him, like, and then for some reason, like, uh, there's a... There's a magazine article just in the middle of it where it's like, oh, I heard Donald Trump's penis was big and he's really good with the ladies. <laughs> and the person giving the tips is like, why did you just tell a little kid that Donald Trump's penis is big in Home Alone 2? It's, it's weird. It's weird that he's there. And it's also it's weird that somebody is calling into a magazine to say that about Donald Trump, but it's definitely not him talking about himself. All right. Now playing. Now playing. We miss you, George and Rob. Hey, guys. Yeah, RPG for George and Rob. Cool. 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 It really feels like something's missing from this part of the magazine. You know you know what it's n- not missing is the Super Nintendo version of Cool World, which is not a great game. And if you... <laughs> Isn't it notoriously like really bad? It's, it's pretty bad. Cool World, the movie. We could do a podcast just about how bizarre that movie is. is that <laughs> Even by Bakshi standards. Is that based off a comic book? No? It's, a, it's a Ralph Bakshi movie. Okay. Kind of like adult animation, but they made it PG-13 at the last minute. And it also Roger Rabbit style mixes in live action characters, including Brad Pitt is in it. And it's so weird and it doesn't fit together. Anyways, the game, this game was $60 in 1993 bucks when it came out. You spent $120 to get Cool World. Damn, and have it just be a shit game. Yeah. I like the boiled down just like. Plus and minus of the game. Rich, imaginative graphics and a great musical score. But the action is fucking confusing. Goals are unclear. Play control is awkward. Cool world. Mm-hmm. And they have to say like negative things about Star Fox. The yeah. polygon graphics lack detail. Hit detection is off, which is true. That game has janky hit detection on the asteroids. Uh, so I guess what you're saying, Ethan, is you do not miss George and Rob because this is where they used to have opinions. I mean, gone too soon. R.I.P. It's really weird that they have that new flower bed out behind Nintendo of America headquarters. Yeah, it was weird to flip to the page where it was just like a burial plot. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. I like DuckTales. The negative thing they say in here is more of the same. That's not a negative. No. That first game was awesome. Yeah. So we did it again. It's like, uh, I love, I also love the editorial dictate that you have to say a bad thing about a game <laughs> yeah um speaking like, of being 30 years ahead uh, of its time the chair i was sitting when i was playing on it was kind of shitty 
This is like a, a, a write at college writing class. Yeah, where it's like, bad snacks alongside this game. <laughs> you have to say something good about Timmy's. <laughs> so the, the writing about class. About the eight-year-old kid in our writing class. Speaking Timmy. of that thing that we're supposed to never forget, I was in college in like 2002 and I did a like a senior level writing class like as a freshman because I was bored. And a lot of the stories ended with characters getting into elevators in the Twin Towers on September 11th. <laughs> It was like it was like that. It was like that era's bad writing trope. Like Damn. just really t- like, wow! I finally figured it out in my life. Gets into the elevator in the South Tower. Hey, look, endings are like, hard. Like ads, like trying to like, like truly trying to be dramatic with that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just it's, it's like a bad new writer instinct, right? Yeah. You know, also, it's probably like, how do I cope with this? <laughs> how do I process this? I put oh, it man. into my writing. Touche. Yeah, that, that's a great point. Where it's like it's it's the shared it's the shared trauma. It was the uh, oh, I, I gotta cut this, but I'm gonna say it. The Game of Thrones of its era. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you don't have to cut that. You gotta keep, stick keep, that in. You gotta keep that in there. Keep that in. I uh, uh, Steve Martin might have heard of him. Uh, okay. <laughs> might have heard of him it has written two of my favorite things that i've ever read uh one is uh picasso at the lapina gil it's a wonderful little short play you should all check it out i think i've read it yeah. i remember really liking it's it. brilliant um another is a, a novel that he made called an object of beauty about an art like a woman who's like trying to get into the art market uh in new york and i was like so enthralled with that book huh. i was like oh this is super immersive i flipped the page and all of a sudden i'm like it's like nine chapters in that you're like by the way this story does play take place in 2001 and i was like whoa I got blindsided by 9-11 twice in my life. Once by 9-11 itself and the other by Steve fucking yeah, he, he pulled it off. He pulled it oh, off. He pulled it, he pulled it off. It makes the book better. Huh. So he's now, but does it have the elevator in the chat? She tap- gets into an elevator and then she jumps out of it at the last second. No, I'm, oh. just kidding. I'm so, I'm okay, so okay, kidding. No, oh no, my no. God. She I'm does. so relieved. <laughs> Steve Martin is a better a writer than the people in your class. Okay, yes, I'm so sorry. Take that Tom or whatever your fucking name Did was. <laughs> Steve I don't know Steve Martin was a good writer. Steve Martin's like deceptively sophisticated as an artist. Like he, I mean, it's, it's the classic thing where comedy is the hard one. Yeah. 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 So it's he like, can do he, it all. have he, you ever seen the jerk? Mm-mm. Jerk's Damn. really good. Damn. LA story. I haven't really seen, good. I haven't seen a lot of Steve Martin stuff in general. Only murders in the building. I've only seen King Tut. <laughs> my, my favorite thing about uh, only murders in the building is it's like a cozy mystery about incredibly lonely people. Yeah. Like, and it's yeah. so good. The first like four episodes of season two are some of the best television I've seen. In a oh. while. Yeah. You, and, and Martin Short and Steve Martin are just in it. it that made me a fan of, um, oh my God, what is her name? Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. Yeah. Like she's fantastic in that show. Like they all are. Man, what a good one. Hey. Oh, did you want to talk about Packwatch? No, no, I got fucking. You, you want to talk about the trading cards? I got nothing, and uh, we've decided we're not doing that rating thing anymore. Uh, but we didn't replace it with anything, so, so maybe we should like each. Yeah, since we pick, don't pick and rate a Star Fox character. Unless... Otherwise, I did just get the text messages from George and Rob, and they were like, "Hey, I've got some thoughts." <laughs> uh, they have some thoughts on the magazine or on the podcast. Yeah, both. <laughs> uh, no, I don't want to see that. Uh, see, George, we, I feel like we've defended them a little bit. I hope. I hope, really I hope so. Just, I mean, here's the thing. I, I, uh, if anyone's used the social, I guess it's a social media platform, Letterboxed, where you, it's kind of oh, like Goodreads for movies. We've discussed Letterboxd. Yeah, uh, there's a, a filmmaker I follow who's just like, I don't rate anything less than three stars. Because I've made a movie and I know how fucking hard it is. That's really kind. So and George, fair. George yeah. and Rob, 
I don't. I, they did you dirty, man. They did you dirty. R.I.P. I don't hate. Like I, I feel like okay. So doesn't get, mean things should last forever. Things should still get cut. I, <laughs> I liked their attempt to do Siskel and Ebert, but it, it just you can't be critical of games in the company magazine. Like you just can't do that. Yeah. What's the purpose of Nintendo Power? It's it's the official. It's, it's to, to talk sell. the games up so that you feel like you have to buy the new consoles. Yeah. Yes. And it, so the first issue they were in, they were actually kind of like unhinged and they were actually like talking shit. But they they, they went too far. Down. Yeah. They watered, they watered them down. Down. And then there's nothing the, left. The plus and minus thing is exactly what they became. And yeah. so I'm gonna give. Okay. So if we want to rate George and Rob now that they're both dead, uh, and now that I have officially never read their column. Yeah. So you're gonna give them at least a three. <laughs> I'll give them. Yeah. They get a fucking three from me. <laughs> three out of five from Ethan. I'm going to give him a five. I'm going to go middle of the road. Um, cause oh, wait, is this a 10 scale? 10, yeah. Okay, okay. Well. If it's a 10 oh. scale, then it's a five for me. A five. All right. I'm going to give him a five, too. All right. I have to follow suit. Give him a nice, a nice generous five. <laughs> but here's, here's what I hope for you, George and Rome. I hope that this was probably a painful experience for you. That's not what I hope for. I just am acknowledging that that's probably true. Getting cut from bad. something that you put effort into for 46, 45 issues of a well, magazine. It was like... 10 40 or 10 like, okay yeah, so 10 they didn't do they, i don't think they did still, a full year was nintendo power monthly yes, yes at month. this point. okay so that's almost a year of their lives probably yeah. a little bit more that they're working on this you put anything you invest in anything for a year i'm sure you start to care about it yeah I'm sure. They and one care. of those guys was just like a trade marketing manager he wasn't really on the magazine yeah yeah I, I think he was part of the team that was playing the games as they came into the country okay okay so what i hope for you george and rob uh-huh. is that you had this painful experience and you learned from it and you yeah. went on after this to do something that was exciting to you, that was rewarding to you. Speaking of excitement and reward, do you have anything to plug? Oh my did gosh. You, did you have anything that you're... I don't yeah, have anything to like plug right now. People out. can't find me. I'm a ghost. In a year? Uh, in a year. Well, so, check okay. in a year? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. I am a terrible follow. I have not. I had a friend the other day that was like, I thought you were dead. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I do about four posts a year at this point. Yeah, at... Uh, E underscore than dot August, Ethan August. Boom. Um, follow me there. I've got some stuff in the works. Uh, got a graphic novel that'll see the light of day soon. Oh, um, amazing. I have a narrative podcast coming. Um, uh, so, dude, do you know the name of that? Can you plug it? It's called Feast. Boom. Uh, it's a if you've ever read fantasy novels and enjoyed the pages where they talk about the food, uh, following the characters who supply the heroes. I was like an upstairs downstairs thing, but in a fantasy setting. That's amazing. Ethan, thanks so much for coming on the pod. Thanks for having me, Weston and Brett. And now you're playing with Podcast Podcast. It's brought to you by the Podcast Power Players Power Team. Music by Games Cameron. Find back episodes, send us emails, and do cool stuff at our website, nowyourplaying.com. It's your with an E. Because we know how to do grammar. <laughs>